Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Hey, Sharice. 
Hey Jerrica. Um, anybody say Hey Edie. Um, hey YouTube. Hey Lanisha. Hey Kirby. Hey Carlos. Hey Miss Shannon. Hey Nia. Hey Kim Yardley. Hey George. Oh, God. Oh, God. Thank you, 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 thank Awesome, he can move mountains. Come on, y'all. It's awesome. It's me when I'm broken. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We magnify you, Lord. You are an awesome God. You are omnipotent, Lord God. You are all-seeing. You are all-knowing. You are all-powerful. You are omniscient, God. You are such an awesome, faithful, and good God. You are such an awesome, faithful, and good God. And we thank you, and we bless you, and we praise you, and we magnify you, and we lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for your awesome power. Thank you, Lord God, for your strength. Thank you, Lord God, for your grace. Thank you, Lord God, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord God, that you are a healer. Thank you, Lord God, you are a provider. Thank you, Lord God, you are a protector. Oh, thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, my God, my God, we bless you, we praise you. My God, my God, thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. We bless you. We magnify you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. We glorify you. We glorify you, my God, in Jesus' name. So I was looking up something to share because it just what kept coming to my spirit is that God is omniscient, right? That he is let me tell you, he is omniscient, right? He's an omniscient God. Now when we talk about and discuss God as being omniscient, right? That means we understand that God is all powerful. We need mean that God is all, almighty, that God is supreme, and even in the word omniscient is contained omnipotence because we define God all the time as we 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 separate them, which is nothing wrong with separating them, but actually omnipotent is 
is encapsulated in God being omniscient. And we've 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 said, oh, he's all seeing. But can I tell you something? God being omniscient is deeper than him being all seeing. Come on now. My God, as a matter of fact, when we describe God as being omniscient, what we're saying, he has a, a an unlimited awareness. Oh, I thank you for this word this morning. He has an um, unlimited awareness. He has insight, right? My God, when I hear the term all seeing, I just think about God's eyes, right? But when I come into revelation of what omniscient means, then I think about God's power. I really see God in his power. I really see God in the character and relationship of who he is as God. Oh my God. So when God is omniscient, when we look at God at being omniscient, we're we're walking into the awareness. Come on now. We're walking to the awareness of not just who he's all seeing, but we're walking into the awareness of God's power. Oh my God. God, omniscience describes him as being all seeing, all knowing. Oh my God. And that he is all powerful. Oh my God. That he is all powerful. That makes me see God in in a different eyesight. Remember, we've been praying for um, him to open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who he called us to be. So when we see him and understand him as being omniscient, we're seeing him as all powerful. We're seeing him as almighty. We're seeing him as omnipotent. Come on, y'all. Meaning he has the unlimited power to be able to do anything. If I were you, I would declare that over my life today. God has the unlimited power. Thank you, Father, for your words. Thank you, Father, for your words. God has the unlimited power. God has the unlimited power to do anything. Oh, my God. God has the unlimited power to do absolutely anything. Oh, my God. That's so big. That's so great. That's so mighty. God has the unlimited power to do absolutely anything. And when we start seeing God as having the unlimited power to do absolutely anything, my God, and I'm talking about see, when we get revelation that God has the unlimited power, oh my God, you need to make that personal to your life. You need to make that personal to your life. My God, God has the unlimited power to do anything in Lakeisha's life, to do anything in Javen's life, to do anything in Jalil's life, to do anything in Jermaine's life, to do anything in Josiah's life, to do anything in Judah's life. And when I really come into revelation, remember revelation gets a manifestation. Manifestation equals habitation. And I need God to inhabit some situations for me. Oh my God. So he has an unlimited power to do absolutely anything. Come on, Catherine, make it personal. Oh no, make it personal. This is personal. This is, can I tell you something? This is not, when we on the devotional, this is not a general conversation. This is not just about the knowledge you have. This is a personal, intimate moment with God. My God, when you're in devotional time, it's not just I'm learning. It's I'm in a person. Anytime I enter the word. See, 
can I show you something? Can I tell you something that has been habitual in my life frequently over the last few years? I live to stay in the presence of God. It does not mean it's easy, but I live to stay in his presence. So anytime I'm in his word, I think of it from a place of being in his presence. This is not just a devotional. This is us being in the presence of God. This is us becoming a more aware of the goodness of God. This is us growing in the grace of Jesus Christ. So this isn't about your knowledge base. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to shake something up this morning. I got to shake something up this morning. This is not about your knowledge base. Oh my God. This is not your knowledge base. My God, this is not... About your knowledge base. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, my God. Yo, my God. This is not your knowledge base. This is not about your knowledge base. This is not about how much knowledge you got, right? This is about you coming into the presence of God. This is about you coming into the wisdom of God. This is about you being um, learning to become reverent for the things of God. This is about your personal relationship with God. Can you say that this morning? This is about my personal relationship with God. I'm not here just to be here. I'm here because I desire, learn to move into a deeper personal relationship with God. Oh my God, my God. This ain't about me just to be able to show you what I know. This is for us to come into uh, a, a relationship, a deeper relationship, a deeper, deeper understanding of who God is. This is about my Lakeisha's personal relationship with God. Will you declare that this is about my personal relationship with God? I'm here so that I can come to know God more intimately. I'm here so I can begin to understand the character and the nature of God. Can I tell you something? Do you know how we move through relationships haphazardly? Ooh, we don't spend enough time trying to learn the character and nature of the person. So we don't stand and pause to understand and get revelation and spend enough time learning the character and the nation of, and, to, and the relationship of God. So many of us have been in a casual or a haphazard. Do you know what I mean about a haphazard relationship? A relationship that's on the edge, on the guard, where I don't push all the way in. Oh! Well, I will accept the responsibility of where I need to meet Jesus, where I go in to the place only where I'm comfortable. And what God did, is, did and is doing for us with this devotional is bringing us into an intimate personal relation. God wants you to live in, live in his presence daily. When you live in the presence of God, when you practice living in the presence of God, my God, I was thinking about a song that we used to sing growing up. And it was like, this is just a rehearsal. <laughs> but when we get to heaven, we're going to really sing. And I was like, this song, we've been, we sang that song like for years. Like, this is just a rehearsal. When we get to heaven, we're going to sing. And I understood the nature of the song. And I'm not knocking the song. But can I tell you, God God desires, if, if we put it all just in heaven, we will miss the intimacy of the relationship right here. We will miss the power of God right here. We will miss what God is desiring to do for us right here. His desire for his kingdom to come Ooh, right here on earth, right here on earth, like right here on earth. His desire for us to experience the fullness of who he is. I don't want to be on the edge of the relationship, right? When 
For some of us yesterday, if you didn't see the devotional on how to heal your broken heart, you need to go watch that devotional. I have seen the evidence and the power of that devotional in my own life. Well, when our heart has been broken, especially for any of us who have been abandoned, especially for any of us who've experienced father fractures or disappointments in our parents, then unfortunately, for some reason, that triggers and transitions into our relationship with God. And so then we don't really press into the relationship with God. We don't really push past the boundaries of pain, right? Because when things happen, right? When things have happened, when we are in a, come on, Holy Spirit, teach this thing. When we are in such a space or a place, right? We only give and allow God to heal us so much. We measure our success externally instead of measuring our success internally. Ooh, we won't push past the place of what's comfortable. We make excuses. My God, for why? We break up in consistency. We good with God in some moments. We focus to God in some moments. Can I tell you something? No. Can I tell you something? Does God desires God desires like so much more. Um, like when we travel and go on vacation, right? Like God don't want us to take a vacation from Him when we on vacation, or when we in, when we in busy seasons of work. God doesn't want us taking a break from Him because we're in a busy season of work. As a matter of fact, the things that I've learned is that I need more of the presence of God. Will you declare that over your life? I need more of the presence of God. So Holy Spirit, ooh, come on now, my God, we've been, I don't. We've been doing church well, we've been doing religion well, but we have not necessarily been doing the relationship with God well. So God, show us this morning how to remove the barriers so that we can grow in our relationship with you. We don't want to be in a relationship with you just on the edge. We want to experience more of you. Well, the way that we do it is we become familiar with his character. We understand who he is as God. We have to, When you really get revelation that God is all powerful, almighty, all supreme, preeminent, dictatorial, um, totalitarian, invincible, unconquerable. Ooh, come on. Come on now. Um, invincible, unconquerable. When you really understand that God is invincible and unconquerable, Conquerable, come on now. God is un invincible and unconquerable. Oh, God is invincible and unconquerable. Come on now. God is, I'm gonna say it one more time. God is invincible and He is unconquerable. When you get a re revelation, you, when you get a revelation. God is invincible and unconquerable. You will start treating your adversary. You will start treating your work situations. My God. And Romans said it best. If God is for me, my God, God can be, who can be against me? Let me give you this. Proverbs 1, 21 and 1. Oh, come on now. See God as being invincible and unconquerable. See God as being invincible. Proverbs 21 and 1. The king's heart. You need to hear me on this. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of the water. He turneth it whithsoever he will. Let me repeat that again. The king's heart 
You need to hear this. It's the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. And he done it so ever he will. Meaning God is... Uh, it don't matter the opposition. It don't matter the problem. It doesn't matter the situation. My God, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. And if the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, it does not matter what anybody says or anybody does or any circumstances. We keep limiting our fate. Ooh, we keep limiting our lives into the. We have put so much trust in the hands of man that we forget who God is. I don't care if it's a court system. I don't care if it's a boss. <laughs> I'm going to say this again. I don't care if it's a supervisor. I don't care whose heart is hardened. I don't care how difficult the circumstance. Can I tell you, I believe this with everything in me. I didn't used to understand it and get it. I, I don't care what my eyes are seeing. Ooh, if I really understand that God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, my God, if I really get revelation of this, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water. He turneth it whatsoever he will. This tells me without a doubt, come on, y'all, that the most unsaved, unjust person their heart is still in God's hand and the God has the capacity. Somebody say, God has the capacity to do as he will. Man does not determine God's capacity. Oh, come on, y'all. Man does not, does not determine God's capacity. Come on now. Man does not determine God's capacity. And we have been limiting God's capacity. Thank you, Lord. This is my word this morning. We have been limiting God's capacity to man. We have been saying that God's capacity is limited to a court system. We have been saying that God's capacity is limited to a doctor. We have been saying that God's capacity is limited to some person's feelings or emotions. No, God has the capacity to do what he wills. And what I know about God is he is just, he is true, he is sovereign. Come on now, God has the capacity. My God, I thank you, Father God, for having a greater capacity. No, Renee Rose, God has the capacity. God has the capacity. But what we do is we spend so much energy. Oh, come on. Free us, Holy Spirit. We spend so much energy and time on the problem. We spend so much energy and time trying to fix the situation. When God is giving us a key, come on now. My God. God is giving us a key of how to handle this situation. Let's go over to Luke 18 and 1 and 8. I thank you for your word. And then I want to give you just a few things about the Holy Spirit. Because he's a key to this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is the story of the persistent widow. And right now I'm going to read it out the message. Message. This is Jesus talking. Somebody say that. This is Jesus talking. This is Jesus talking. This is Jesus talking. This is Jesus talking. Somebody say that. This is Jesus talking. No, Keisha, God don't, man, don't run nothing. We, but we, 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 we limit God's capacity and power because we just cap him out at what we can see. Let me drink something. <laughs> oh, Father, thank you for the word this morning. Thank you for the word this morning for Lakeisha. 
I'm sorry. We limit God's capacity. We limit God's capacity by what we see. We limit God's capacity by the trust in our emotions. We limit, we limit God's capacity. God don't have no capacity. God don't cap out. God's not us. He doesn't have limited energy. He doesn't have limited power. He doesn't have limited provision. He doesn't have, that's not the God. That's not who we serve. He doesn't have a limit. We don't serve a limited God. We got to start seeing God in his capacity to even deal with somebody who is hardened to even deal with a court system, Renee, that doesn't look like it's working in our favor, to even deal with our loved ones who don't look like um, we they, they are not hearing or responding to Christ, to even deal, Kim Yarley, in circumstances and situations that look like us be, be, be above us. The problem is we have been making prayer the last resort when really... Prayer needs to be the first response. So this is Jesus talking. Woo, thank you, Lord, for Jesus talking. This is Jesus talking. This is um, first verse. Jesus told them a story showing that it was necessary for them to pray consistently and never quit. Woo, Jesus. Come on, y'all. Let me say it one more time. Oh my God, this is why your prayer, your, uh, your, your devotional time, your ability to listen and to hear God is so important. This is what he said. He says, Jesus told him, he says, he says, Jesus told him a story showing them that it was necessary for them to do what? To pray Ooh, consistently and never quit. Ooh. Oh, I feel the power of God. Jesus told them a story. Ooh, this is Jesus talking. This is Jesus saying to them, listen, he says, I'm telling them the necessity. Oh, my God, the necessity. And can I tell you something? It's not just I'm praying, but I'm going to believe I receive. Ooh, the Lord has been dealing with me about that. He said, your, your prayers are so powerful. Now I need you to focus more on believing and receiving. Ooh, that's what the Lord told me. He said, your prayers are so powerful. Your, your consistency of your prayer life, Lakeisha, your prayers are so powerful. He said, now I need you to focus more on the believing and the receiving. So here's, this is Jesus. This is Jesus teaching them how is necessity, a necessity, ooh, a necessity. Let's divine necessity this morning. Required. <laughs> indispensable thing that means if it's indispensable it's essential it, it's a it's a really a prerequisite you know like when you're in college you have to take courses before you get to the vicar it's it's a it's essential prayer when we use it as necessity it's essential it's necessary prayer is the fundamental basic my god thank you for this holy spirit prayer is the fundamental basic Ooh. God, thank you. Prayer is the fundamental basic when we say we're a Christian, when we say we're from God. Prayer, I'm going to say it one more time. Prayer is a fundamental. you got to learn how to pray. you got to learn how to pray. You can't be, the prayers of the righteous avail much. The effectual, it said the effectual prayers of the righteous avail much. You got to really learn how to pray. Lord, teach me how to pray effectively. I don't want to just, I don't want to just run to prayer. I don't want to just run to prayer just to be saying, oh, I prayed or I pray. No, Lord, teach me how to pray effectively. Teach me how to pray efficiently. Lord, teach me how to pray your way. Pray, prayer is essential. Prayer is essential. Prayer is the fundamental basic of being a Christian. Oh, God. 
This is a funda fundamental basic of being a Christian. If we are a Christian and in a relationship with God, we need the fundamentals down. Oh my God. We need the fun. We need the. I wish. I, I wish. <laughs> we need the fun. We need the funda fundamentals down. We need the funda fundamentals down. I see some of y'all describe. Can I say this? I see some of y'all describing prayer as breathing, right? Can I tell you something? Our brain tells. Our brain tells us. Our brain tells us. I'm gonna help some people this morning. Our brain tells our body to breathe, right? We don't tell ourselves to breathe. We don't tell ourselves to breathe. Then why do we have to tell ourselves to pray? Holy Spirit dwelling in us and dwelling us in the presence of God should keep us in a fundamental state of prayer. I'm out. I'm gone. I'm gone. Holy Spirit dwelling in us should keep us in a fundamental state of prayer. If prayer is like breathing, right? Because our brain, I'm just going to be real. Our brain tells our body to breathe. Then Holy Spirit should keep us, my God, in a fundamental state of prayer but can we be real myself i'm gonna talk about myself i don't always stay in a fundamental state of prayer that means something in my flesh is keeping me Ooh! see see most of us can i tell you something most of us prayer has been breathed to us when we need a resuscitation i'm out I, shonda i'm about to go <laughs> oh prayer has been breathed to us when we need a holy resuscitation but if prayer is going to be like breathing, then there must be a state we must remain in in which prayer is automatically an automatic response for us. I got to go. I got to go. I can't sit still like this. Oh, my God. Then it has to become a space where prayer becomes a fundamental response to us. We don't tell ourselves to breathe, but we got to tell ourselves to pray. My God. Holy Spirit, do a greater work in us so that we respond in prayer. As we, Come on now. It's a fundamental. That's deep. That's deep. If prayer is going to be like breath to us, if we're going to say, prayer is, prayer is my breath, baby. If prayer is my breath, then it's got to be a, a spiritual response to us. There's got to be a spiritual response to us. There's something happening in us where we are not responding to prayer as we should. Ooh, if prayer is like breath to us, my God, then there's something in us where we are not, we're not even allowing the Holy Spirit to trigger us. We allow worry to trigger us. Ooh, come on, y'all. We allow worry to trigger us. Ooh, we allow fear to trigger us. We allow anxiety to trigger us, but we are not allowing the Holy Spirit to trigger us in prayer. This tells me, Romans 12, 1 and 2, the power of it even deeper. When I lay my body on the altar or when I give myself as a living sacrifice, oh my God, there's a deeper revelation that we need about the Holy Spirit. So come on, Jesus told them a story. Oh, that's deep. <laughs> Hold on. Let me pause. Oh my God. Holy Spirit, trigger us. If prayer is going to be like breath. Oh, come on, y'all. If prayer is going to be like breath to us. 
my God, then there's got to be a place where we're triggered to pray consistently, effectively, and effectually. Ooh, it's got to be an auto response. Oh, God, I thank you. It's got to be an it's got to be an auto response. Oh, oh, thank you for putting that down. Cambria said something. So let me, my, one of my babies, Cambria, Judah was running flat. Oh, come on, y'all. Judah was running flat. He was running flat. Um, Judah is very athletic, but he was running flat footed. He was running full, so flat footed. And Cambria, my, my child said, mama, send me a video of him running and jumping. And so I sent, no, I sent her a video and she said, mommy, he runs flat and it's making him slow. And I said, absolutely, like, absolutely. And so she says, I need you to do me a favor. We're going to get him a jump rope. Ooh! Come on, y'all. I hope y'all receiving this by the spirit. He said, we're going to get him a jump rope, mama. Ooh, come on now. Come on. He said, we're going to get him a jump rope, mama. This is what we get ready to do. We're going to get him a jump rope, mama. And what we're going to do is... I need him to learn. I need him to practice jumping this rope. He needs to learn muscle memory. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Cameron. He says we need, he needs to learn muscle memory. And so she said, I want him to get out every day. And this is how I want him to jump, right? Come on now. Romans 12, 1, 2, 3. Come on now. Get in the word this morning. Get in the spirit. He says, I want him to learn how to, this is stirring up something on the inside of me. He says, I want him to learn how to jump, mama. He says, so, so he began to jump and then I would send her the videos and then as I would send her the videos she would say okay now he needs to practice on his toes and I said yes sir I said yes baby so we began to jump and every day he began to jump the rope and every day he began to jump the rope can I tell you something he went from being the last person running in football to being the first <laughs> his muscle memory has been positioned. Come on now. My God. That's why the whole, see, this is why you need more time in prayer. This is his muscle memory. He, he's, he, he went from now, he went from being the last person or one of the last few people to being the first person to leading his team in running up and down the field. Why? Because his muscle memory had to be built up. He had never been this way before. Nobody had ever told him he ran flat footed. Nobody had ever identified to, with, to me. Oh my. God, nobody had did ever identify to identify with me that there was a problem with my prayer life. I'm out. Nobody had identified with me that prayer was not my breath. Come on now. So now he's gone from running at the back of the line to being to leading his team at the first front of the line in running right because he built up his muscle memory. Come on now. So when we see Jesus, my God, I thank you for this. So when we see Jesus. Oh my God, we, when we see Jesus um, in a position and place saying to us, Jesus told them a story showing that it was necessary for them to pray consistently and never quit. He said, there was once a judge in some city who never gave a thought and cared nothing for people. A widow in that city kept, kept after him. Ooh, my rights are being violated. Protect me. He never gave her the time of day. But after this went on and he said to himself, I care nothing what God thinks, even less what people think. But because this widow won't quit badgering me, 
I better do something and see that she gets the justice. Otherwise, I'm going to end up beaten black and blue by her pounding. Then the master said, did you hear what the judge, corrupt as he is, is saying? So what makes you think? <laughs> Ooh, my God, God, God is omniscient. Hear me in this. So what makes you think, come on now, that God won't step in and work justice for his chosen people who continue to cry out for help? Oh, Jesus, my God, what makes you think? What makes you think, Nay? What makes you think, Kim Yarley? What makes you think? What makes you think, Jessica? What makes you think, Malisha? What makes you think, Keisha? Here's what he says. He says, so what makes you think, Lavenda, that God won't step in and work justice for his chosen people who continue to cry out for help? Won't he stick up for them? I assure you, he will. He will not drag his feet, but how much of that kind of persistent faith woo, will the Son of Man find on earth when he returns? Hebrews reminds us without faith is impossible to please God. He says, how much of this persistent kind of faith, this persistent kind of faith, a faith that understands that God is omniscient, a faith that understands that God is all powerful, a faith that understands that God is all seeing, a faith that understands that God is all knowing, a faith that understands that God is sovereign, a faith that understands that God is just, a faith that understands that God is good in all his ways, a faith that understands that God can heal, a faith that understands that God can forgive, a faith that understands Stands. Come on now. This is why the Holy Spirit, oh my God, is necessary. Oh my God. A faith that understands. A faith that understands. My God. He says, he says, not only do we pray, but when you pray, you got to believe that you receive. James reminds us. The scripture in James says, when I'm not praying, can I tell you something? James tells us, we pray with selfish motives. When I pray with selfish motives, well, when I'm praying with selfish motives, I'm not praying the will of God. When I'm praying the will of God for healing, when I'm praying the will of God for deliverance, when I'm praying the will of God for change, when I'm praying the will of God, come on now, a faith that understands. My God. Not, my God. Oh, my God. Woo, thank you, Lord God. Oh, my God. Thank you. James 4 and 3, it says you ask. And you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that may squander it on your pleasures. When you're asking God, come on, y'all, and you're not asking with wrong motives, guess what? God going to answer. The, the prayers that don't get answered are the ones with wrong motives. Oh, my God. The prayers that don't get answered are the ones with wrong motives. When you're praying for healing, when you're praying... Um, for deliverance, when you're praying for, my God, 
We don't pray for our needs to be met, right? We don't pray for our needs to be met. We don't do that no more. Because God said he shall supply all our needs according to his riches and glory. Matthew 6 says, do not worry about what you eat or drink or wear. We don't pray about those. We thank God for supplying us daily bread. But we don't pray about the basics no more. We don't pray about, say, I'm not praying about the basics no more. I'm not praying about the basics. I've already, I've already prayed. I'm not praying about the basics no more. I thank God for supplying my needs. I thank God for providing for me. Oh my God. Matthew eleven twenty four says, therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. When it's according to God's plan and will, this lets me know, I got to know God's plan and will. Romans tells me when I don't know what to pray, guess what's going to happen? The Holy Spirit is going to make intercession for me. Let me give you this last scripture and then we're going to get out of here. This is how important the Holy Spirit is in all this. Jesus said in John 16 and 17 that it was our benefit that he would go away so we receive the Holy Spirit. He says, but in fact, it's best for you that I go away because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I'll send him to you. It was best that he goes away because there was something very valuable about the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is who teaches you prayer memory. I gotta go. Holy Spirit is who teaches you the prayer memory. Holy Spirit is who's going to teach you how to pray. Holy Spirit is going to give you the words to pray when you don't know what to pray. That means I gotta spend more time leaning out into my own understanding and leaving in the Holy Spirit. It must be something it must have been something valuable if Jesus, who loved us with the intensity that he loved us, says, I got to go so the Holy Spirit can come. And the Holy Spirit is the key to unlocking heaven. I got to, I got to, I got to, I got to go. Jesus said, I got to go so the Holy Spirit can come. So it had to be something valuable to the Holy Spirit coming. Acts 1 and 8 gives us a strong clue to how powerful the Holy Spirit is. It says, but you will receive power. Ooh. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses telling my people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and the ends of earth. From this alone... We can gather what the Holy Spirit was sent to do for us. The Holy Spirit was assigned to us to give us power. The Holy Spirit is the one that sends us out to be a witness. The Holy Spirit is the one that pulls us into purpose. The Holy Spirit is the one that gives us the power to pray effectively. <laughs> Ooh, the Holy Spirit was sent to make us more like Jesus. <laughs> The Holy Spirit was sent to, to make us more like Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank, Holy Spirit was sent to make us more like Jesus. So if we're going to change our prayer lives, we're going to have to spend more time leaning into the Holy Spirit. My God, the Holy Spirit is what will attract what's supposed to be for us to us. Ooh, somebody put that in the comments for me. The Holy Spirit is what will attract was meant for us to us. Oh, come on, y'all. Oh, 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 o
is what will attract what's for us to us. Ooh. That means I don't have to struggle and advocate for myself. Come on, Cherie. Ooh. All right. Y'all ready to do our confession and get out of here? Oh, my God. I'm going to say that one more time. The Holy Spirit will attract. Come on. The Holy Spirit will attract what was meant for us to us. Ooh. That means I don't have to attract, try to attract. Ooh. Oh, my God. That means I don't have to attract, try to attract anything. Ooh. When Jesus left, he gave us the next big play, which was the Holy Spirit. When he gave us the next big play, which was the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will, will attract what is for us. Ooh. Get revelation. That's part of God being omniscient. That's why the God being all-powerful. That's God, part of God being all-seeing. The Holy Spirit will attract what's meant to us. Ooh, what's meant for us to us. That means all I got to do is trust and obey God. I don't have to do nothing else. I don't know. My God, my God, my God, my God. Woo, Lord, we thank you for the word today. We thank you, Father God, for your resurrection power on the word. I thank you, Lord God, that this word will be planted 30, 60, 100 fold. If you did not share this word, go share this word today. Woo, my God. God is not limited by capacity. God is not limited in power. The same God that is here with me is the same God that's in Florida. It's the same God. We just got to be persistent. He says here, that's what Jesus says. He says, you got to be consistent and never quit. We cannot go on vacation with our prayer life. We cannot go, we cannot go on vacation with our prayer life. Can I tell you just personally, when I am in a fight, it is hard to pray, but I've learned how to make, let the Holy Spirit make intercession. When there are a whole bunch of people, it's one of the reasons um, I'm very protective of my space. When there are a whole bunch of people, um, like say we go on vacation and there's like a whole bunch of people in the house. Um, or even in my house now, those things try to pull away from my prayer life. One of the biggest things that I've had to learn to do is deal with the distractions. Um, if I'm traveling, I got to do some traveling soon. If I'm traveling, I have to find the designated space so that I remain consistent. If, and this is about my personal, this ain't, I want nobody to think, when you talking about the devotional, we talking about your personal. Um, if I have to, um, if I'm in the house with my kids, I've had to learn how to really rise early. That's one of the reasons I get up at 2.30 and 3 in the morning. Thank you for that, Lord God. Forgive me for being slack in that area. That's one of the, er that's one of the reasons that I've had to learn how to get up early so that I could spend that amount of time in prayer and nobody or nothing interferes with that. Right? Now, protect your prayer time. Protect your prayer closet. Protect your space. And you cannot multitask your prayer time. You cannot multitask your devotional time. You just cannot. You cannot. Now, stop thinking you can. You cannot. Whatever else it is, put it to the side and make it wait on God. Woo! Whoever else it is, put it to the side and make it wait on God. Even in me thinking about God preparing me for marriage, I'm like, Lord, I'm going to have to do this in a place that honors my marriage, but at the same time that keeps you first. This is not comprom this is not this is this is not optional 
to be compromised because I need to walk in his presence daily and I need to stay in the Holy Spirit. All right, let's do our confessions. My God, and then I got a few announcements. Oh, that's good, Courtney. Uninterrupted intimacy. I live by faith. I walk by faith and not by sight. My faith grows exceedingly. I take the shield of faith. I quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. I'm not weak in faith. I'm strong in faith. Come on now. Through faith, I inherit the promises. No one or nothing has dominion over my faith. I stand in faith. God rewards my faith because I diligently seek my God. My faith is in the power of God. I have the spirit of faith. I abound in faith. I'm grounded and settled in faith. I'm established in faith. The Lord delivered my family from all our fears. The Lord has delivered my family from the depths of the grave. By faith, the Lord turns towards my family and delivers us. Come on now. Oh, thank you, Lord. Because of his unfailing love by faith, my family is healed, healthy, and wealthy. In the name of Jesus, faith is my precedent. Shout, it is done. Ladies, tonight, the link is at the top of the, the, the devotional. Tonight, um, ladies' Bible study, 7 p.m. We're going to continue on however the Lord leads us. Every time I think I'm going to teach a chapter, he does something absolutely different. Thank you to you too. Thank y'all for your faithfulness. Jamaica. Um, as we've been watching the old devotionals, Josiah has been listening because he edits the videos. A replay Mondays, that's total Josiah. He edits all that and pulls that together. And as he'll hear me calling some people name, he's like, man, mama, some people have been with you for so long. Like y'all been together so long. So just thank you for rocking with us so long. Thank you for being connected um, and knowing that God told you to be connected to a place and being connected to this place and not um, abandoning posts and not um, letting the uncomfortableness um, sway you. Monique, a lot of y'all been here for so long. Joe was thinking, he's like, my son, these people been with you. Y'all been together so long. Y'all family. So thank you for staying connected um, in position. Jerk, all of y'all, it's just some of y'all been here a long time. And I just thank y'all for God's faithfulness. If you did not see how to heal a broken heart, you need to go watch it. It's, I want to be like, it's not optional because that's what I feel in my spirit. You need how to heal your broken heart. If you did not watch that, go watch that. If you came into this devotional late, don't cheat yourself. Can, you, can I say that? This, I say this. I will not cheat myself out of the things of God. When you say that, when you start declaring that, I will not cheat myself out of the things of God. I'm not going to cheat myself any longer out of the things of God. I'm not going to allow the enemy. Can I tell you, I, can I be real? Can I be real, Holy Spirit? I was so distracted this morning. Can I just be real for just a second? I was so distracted this morning. That's the only reason we wound up being late. Is I was distracted in my thoughts by something that didn't matter. And so right before the devotional started, I had to repent and to apologize to God for being distracted in my thoughts. I was like, Lord, what, why was I distracted? He was like, you in a conversation that's supposed to take, can I just be real? He was like, you are in a conversation that is supposed to take later on today. That's really not that big of a deal. So it took me pressing past what I, because sometimes we think what we're thinking is normal or cool, right? It took me pressing 
past where I was and snap out of myself because being on time is important to me. Why are you late, Lakeisha? Because I was distracted in some thoughts about something from later. I'm just going to help somebody this morning. I will not be distracted. And then I just said, I'm not going to cheat myself out of the things of God. I'm not going to cheat myself out of this time with God. I'm not going to cheat myself out of the secret place of God. Because this is our secret place. This is a very personal time and a very personal place with God. So I'm so grateful. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you, Father God, for making us more mindful of you in all things. In Jesus' name. Yeah, put that in your comments. I'm not going to cheat myself out of the things of God. I'm not. I'm not going to. Not nobody else. I'm not going to cheat. Because this morning I was cheating myself. I was cheating myself. I was cheating myself this morning. Two things. If the Lord places it in your heart to give, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and give there, right? Uh, or cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. Do not forget about Feed the Streets. Each backpack, we've already ordered the backpacks. We're going to start packing the backpacks. We're going to give these backpacks out in Palm Bluff, October the 16th. Our goal is to do 75 backpacks. We want them packed full of crayons, coloring books, everything that we could bless a kid with. I just look like encouragement packs, right? Want to be able to put these out in our community. Um, and we're going to give them out till we're gone. We also going to, our goal is to serve a thousand meal kits. So if you want to be a part of this process, contact Shonda at justbeinglmj.com. Um, a thousand meals is our goal every month. A thousand meals is our goal is our month. If you want to sponsor um, a thousand meals, then just send us a check right over. If you want to sponsor all the backpacks, you can do that as well. Send us a check right over. You can send us a check for $750 and that takes care of every backpack and we'll pack the backpack. And if you want us to give out a thousand, I mean a hundred backpacks, you can send us a check for a thousand dollars. Whatever it is, the Lord places it on your heart. Thank you for giving so that we can get more into the streets and we're not only feeding palm bluff we're going to bring some of the resources back into little rock we also give resources to drew project which puts feminine hygiene kits throughout the world this ministry is on the move to serve god one city one state one nation at a time Woo! can i say that again this ministry is on the move to serve God. One city, one state, one nation at a time. Father God, I thank you for revelation in that. In Jesus' name, amen. My last thing is, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, my God, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, here's your moment. Just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. My God. My God, I'm asking you to come into my life, my God, and I promise to love and bless you. I promise to love and serve you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, please send us an email at info at justbeinglmj.com. Thank you, thank you. If you want to sponsor one bag for Feed the Streets, that's $3, that's $6, that's $9. We will be... Um, um, all the info for that but just give just go give whatever the Lord places on your heart to give just go give I'm so excited about the things of God and the moves of God yes we are Keijer yes we are I'm so excited about the things of God and the move of God and I appreciate you and your partnership let's get out of here tomorrow morning live at 5 ladies I'll see y'all at 7 a.m. and then 7 p.m. and I got one prayer request I've had others this week I got one prayer request tomorrow I will be, I'm, we got devotion and all that, but tomorrow I will be speaking to over 550 kids.
pray that the Lord use me. <laughs> pray that the Lord use me in a mighty way. Tomorrow I will be um, doing chapel for over 550 kids. Um, somebody asked me the other day, my, one of my nieces said, is this the largest group you've ever spoken to? And I was like, absolutely it is. So y'all pray my strength. You pray that my words are only the words of the Holy Spirit. Um, so I, that's, that's just really the hand of God. But that is really like, I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord, what are you doing here? So tomorrow I'll be speaking to 550 kids. So pray my strength in the Lord. I love you. God loves you. See you back live at 5, 5 a.m. Hey, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Can y'all do me a favor? I'm not trying to scare you. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel and turn the notifications on. Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same company and they were completely down yesterday, right? If they go down, you want to be able to receive the notifications, right, that we are on. We want to be connected because we'll never stop. What's going to happen is we're going to go straight to YouTube, right? So if you are not subscribed to the YouTube channel, go get subscribed. And then what's going to happen, I'm just putting this down. The notification is going to come on and you're going to know um, that YouTube channel is on. Go subscribe. Do not take it for granted that Facebook is the only way. All right, I'm out. I love y'all. Oh, I got to go. Ooh. I gotta go. Tomorrow, we gonna, I'm gonna see something. Thank you, Lord. Help me, Holy Spirit. All right, I'm gone. I love y'all so much. So, so much. God loves you. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Oh, my God. I just dropped the link for that. Go be loved today. We are coming. Go share the devotional. Can y'all do me a favor? Go invite somebody else in. Tell somebody else, I want you to be a part of this community. Think about how much this community has grown you and been there for you. Don't worry about it if they'll refuse you. They'll just come see what you're doing. And just by coming to see what you're doing, the Holy Spirit will capture them. Invite somebody in. Love y'all. Love, peace, and blessings. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.